folks welcome back to another episode of degenerate danger zone i'm your host ty b and today i'll be joined by meerkat once again to talk about all of our picks for the day and breaking down week 16 of the nfl there is a ton of free money to be had out there but we got to start yesterday a big hit for us and hopefully the listeners on that everton play yesterday afternoon a big 80th minute winner from gilfy sigurdsson Tottenham legend Gilfy Sigurdsson. He was part of that huge signing class back in the day when we made the big moves for Capu, Paulinho, Soldado, America's hero, Clint Dempsey. I got a soft spot in my heart for that whole squad because they brought me so much hype and they were such a disappointment. So see Sigurdsson get that winner and get us that just free, free money yesterday was awesome. Oh, they dominated that game, and you were just kind of waiting the whole time, like, put one in, just put one mm-hmm. in. They kept, was, you, you they kept missing just wide, just wide, yeah. just wide, just wide. And I'm like, you, like, at least hit the post for me. Come on, come on. And then Sigurdsson just absolutely buried that one bottom left corner. Love to see it. Meerkat, though, you brought up the Spurs. I think you're going back to the well today. I am back on my bullshit. Come on, you Spurs. I don't care about the trends heading into this game or anything. Yeah, we went from the top of the table to eighth place after two straight losses. But the Liverpool loss, I wasn't even mad at. It was a late winner. We played well in that game. I didn't expect us to win. I was going to be happy with the draw, so a little sad. But we had played well, and then the loss to Leicester, not great, but... It, you know, it's just not expected out of this team. We should have won that last year game, and Jose is pissed off. I just think that the Wolves are coming into a mad Jose Mourinho, which is not good. He's probably been beating the Spurs all week in training. You love his Instagram posts after a loss, immediately after he mm-hmm. posts himself modeling on the private plane saying, practice tomorrow morning, 9 a.m. Like, I, I love that. Pissed Jose is a bad man. And Tottenham is 3-0 in its last three traveling to the Molineux. So I like the Tottenham to beat the Wolves. The Wolves just don't score at all. They have one goal per game on average so far in the Prem. And I can't, I'm going to lean the under here, but Tottenham at plus money, 117. I'm smashing that two units. Oh, yeah, you could get a nice, nice return on that one. Hopefully the Spurs are in top form. Like you said, Marino should be whipping them into shape right now, especially when you drop two straight you're falling in the table. You have a chance to get into that top four yet again with, you know, stringing back together some nice results here. So we'll see what they can do. But let's hop in here to the real football, American football, the NFL. And you're going to see a trend in my picks today. You'll notice it later. I'm not going to point it out. I'll see if you can, you notice Meerkat. I'm going with Colts plus one and a half. I just still do not trust this the Steelers team. I don't care if, you know, oh, they're, they're going to bounce back eventually. Yeah, but that offense can't really move the ball. Indianapolis has a very, very good defense. They can run the ball. They can slow this game down um, and play the Steelers kind of football and, and beat them. And I'm really, you know, like that Steelers defense has been banged up. I'm not really confident in them either. Um, as much as, you know, you look at what they did in, in 2019 – they were phenomenal, but this year they've taken a step back. A lot of that, yes, is due to the injuries, but I, I really like um, I like the Colts in this one. Yeah, Colts were one I was looking at today pretty heavily, uh, but I'm, I'm going to take a 
one I like a lot today, actually. The New York Giants plus 10 against the Ravens. Somehow this Giants team is still in playoff contention. Danny Dimes is back under center. I know we've been a roller coaster betting with Danny Dimes this year. He's either crushed us, he's won us some money. It's been all over the place, but you got Danny Dimes back. You got Jason Garrett back in the booth. He is calling plays after missing last week with COVID. I, I think the Giants have a really good defense, actually. The Ravens rely on the run, and the Giants' defense is good at, you know, defending the run. I think they're in a good spot here, especially with only being one game out of a playoff spot. They're 4-1 against the spread in their last five games versus winning teams. Give me the Giants plus 10 all day. Yeah, I think that's a good spot right there, getting Danny Dimes back. You're playing for a lot. Um, I think you can at least keep it close. He was keeping it close all season. You look at the Giants, especially mm-hmm. early on in the season before he went down with that injury and when they've actually you know, been winning some of these games here. Um, but, yeah, I, I like that play. Um, my next play is going to be a, an interesting game for me. I think you see the Broncos versus the Chargers, two teams that are out of it. Who has more to play for? Drew Locke versus Justin Herbert. Two young stud quarterbacks battling it out to see you know, who's the future of that AFC West division. I'm going to go with the Cardinals or ooh, the Chargers. I'm thinking about the Cardinals losing me money yesterday. Um, I, I like Justin Herbert. I think he's a better player um, right now. That line's sitting about minus two and a half. You can get him to win by a field goal. Yes, that clock management's bad, but whatever. As long as you get a late field goal to win, I don't really care. As long as you cover that two and a half points, Brad Anthony Lynn. Um, don't get sent packing in the middle of the season. I think Justin Herbert's taking steps forward. He might not, Anthony Lynn might not be gone. Like a lot of people think um, as long as they can string together some wins here, that offense is absolutely dynamic and the Broncos, I think their secondary can be exposed. I'd like the chargers to win. Hopefully, hopefully it's not a one score game because you know uh, what they love to do in one score games. Yeah, Chargers in a one-score game is a scary thing, and I like them in this spot today. Herbert's awesome, and Anthony Lynn. You know, if he wins these next two games, his job might be his job might be safe. He might be hot heading in the next season, but he has a chance to keep his job. But one game I love today, you saw Timmy give it out to check out Timmy's videos on DDC. I'm buying low on the Rams today. I'm taking their money line against the Seahawks. I think they win straight up because this is a battle for the NFC West today. If the Seahawks win, they clinch it. If the Rams win, they head into week 17 ahead of the Seahawks and with, you know, their own destiny and control, uh, in control of their own destiny. I can't talk right now. I'm sorry. <laughs> but I think the they come out firing after that Jets loss that this isn't a bad Rams team. The Rams team you saw in the second half of that game that almost came back and went it is more like it. And you know, the Rams already beat them just a month ago, 23 to 16. McVay is going to have a hell of a game plan. He always does after a bad, a bear, embarrassing loss. And Jared Goff could have a chance to thrive today because Seattle doesn't bring much pass rush. And one thing to watch in this one, the first matchup, DK Metcalf only had two catches for 28 yards with Jalen Ramsey as his primary defender. So if Ramsey can have another big game, the Rams should take out the Seahawks. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I got one more play. I'm going to I'm gonna go with the Chiefs, minus 10.5. I know, you know, you see that large spread. The Chiefs don't have a ton to play for, but Mahomes is still chasing that MVP, and the Falcons are <laughs> – 
you know what you get you can get out of the Falcons and it could be absolutely terrible. And I think this could be one of the games where Kansas City just runs it up early and the Falcons are never in this one. They put up a great first half last week against the Tampa Bay Bucks and blew another double digit lead. And I think, you know, they they're just pretty much done. They're checked out this season. If they lose these last two games of the season, you clinch a top five pick for yourself. So you know, how much are you, you really caring about getting these wins here? I like the Chiefs to cover as well. Yeah, I like the Chiefs. I'm probably going to tease them in some things today. And uh, one game I'm leaning, probably not going to give it out. Check it out yourself. So is the Brown minus, Browns minus six and a half. Maybe gets down to minus six before kickoff because there is a lot of money coming in against them today with all the COVID things taking out the receivers. You're wondering who the hell is going to be catching the ball. But the Browns run the ball better than they throw it. And I think they have a chance to, you know, get a chance to buy low on the Browns today in a spot where it seems like, oh, they're going to get crushed. And I don't think that's the case. Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb can do enough to carry this team. But I'm just leaning it for now. Mm -hmm. All right, well, let's move on. We got some NBA and college basketball action um, I'll go with my one college basketball play first. I'm going to ride the Vanderbilt Commodores minus 22 and a half against Alcorn State. Vanderbilt hasn't really been all that impressive, averaging just 70 points per game and a three and two record. But Scottie Pippen Jr. is a very good player, averages over 22 points per game. This is their last game before SEC play comes up. They need to get all tuned up, ready to go for conference play. Alcorn State looks like they might be the worst college basketball team in all of Division One, averaging just 56.7 points per game. The highest they've scored all season is 65. I really like Vanderbilt to run things up here. And their defense gives up almost 100 points per game. If Vanderbilt really runs this one up here, I could see them easily covering that 22 and a half. Yeah, that's what I was looking at for sure. I love Scotty Pippen Jr. That kid's a stud. I kind of feel bad for him with everything going on with uh, his parents, but that's another story. Uh, I only have one. <laughs> yeah, right. I uh, I only have one play in college basketball today. It's a gross parlay, so tell your own car- caution. It's Southern Illinois, my darlings this year against Evansville. Their money line. This is just a no contest game. They have this. Uh, Missouri State, we're going with their plus six. I'm, I'm taking them on the cover against Northern Iowa. They're spread monster, uh, 3-0 and heading into this as dogs against a 1-3 and Northern Iowa team. That's only win this year is against St. Ambrosia, a team I've never heard of. They don't even have a logo uploaded on Google. It's just a weird matchup. I know Missouri State still doesn't have a statement win, but they've been playing quality competition as well. So I like them getting six points. And then Providence's money line against DePaul. Providence is just a super physical team. I think this one's close, so I'm not taking the spread. But uh, Providence already has eight games under their belt, and DePaul has just one. That's actually a big difference. This game, you know, not. Uh, I don't think fatigue matters as much as experience, just eight games in for mm-hmm. this team. And so a plus 131 parlay, I'm going to play that today. Love it, Meerkat. Let's hop over to the association. My first play, I got two of them for you. I'm going to go in the early game, 330 Mavs Clippers. I'm riding with my Clippers, the clip show, minus four and a half right now. Uh, you look at this Mavericks team, and it's not that I don't believe in Luka. I love Luka. But they're not playing great defensive ball. Gave up 138 points to the Lakers the other day. 
Um, and the Clippers are scoring at a very good rate. I think they can really run it up on them. Their bench contributed 40 points against the Nuggets in that one. And all of your star or four of your starting five each had 15 points. So I like those trends for them. Paul George looked really, really good in the opener. Um, and, and he's been playing some good ball. So I, I like the Clippers to cover that one. Shout out Nick Bob putting the mortgage on that. <laughs> Love it. Uh, my big NBA play, I'm laying the points down on the Nets, minus 10 against the Hornets. Last night I've looked, the Nets were minus eight. I threw some money on it. I'm like, I'll just put more in the morning. I don't know why I didn't put it last night I was because I was going to make parlays. Now they're minus 10, so I'm still going to take that. That's what I'm giving out against the Hornets. I like the Hornets. They have a really good young core there. They just had a Gordon Hayward and stuff. They're a scrappy team, but they're playing a back-to-back, coming off a loss last night to the Thunder, where they went into that game as favorites. And the Nets look like the best team in the NBA right now. Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, I thought it would take some time for them to get it going together. I was flat out wrong. They've been unstoppable, and I think the Nets win by 15-20 to today against the Hornets, who – I like I like coming in like for the next couple of years. The core they had, Lomelo started to cook last night, thirteen points in fifteen minutes. But back to back game against this type of talent, the Nets are just a very deep team too. As long as their bench doesn't get lazy with the lead, I think they cover pretty easily. Yep, yep, I like that play. The Nets have been absolutely phenomenal thus far. I think that you know if you're looking at a team to get a little bit more value on for a future, hammer them now before that number goes down mm-hmm. somewhere to where, where the Clippers and the Lakers are. But my last play of the day, going with the Celtics minus two and a half at Indiana. I, I just trust what they have all around as a team. I love the addition of Tristan Thompson, who actually has like one of the highest offensive rebounding rates per 60 in NBA history. I believe he's in the top five, maybe top three. Um, I know, you know, you're going to struggle a little bit not having Kemba Walker still, who's going to be out likely into, you know, mid-January. But Tatum and Brown are looking very, very good so far. Um, I think, you know, if if you're able to shut down Oladipo, we'll at least not let him have, you know, just a, a standout performance. And you have, you know, Tice and Thompson to make it tough for Demonis Sabonis. So I, I, I like the Celtics in this matchup. Yeah, I was looking at the Celtics, too. That's a good matchup for them tonight. I only have one more NBA play. Another parlay, I actually – I love this. I think this is free money, so probably you should bait it if I say that. <laughs> but uh, I'm going with <clears throat> Nets money line. I just gave out their spread. You know why. Lakers money line against the T-Wolves. I think that's free. He pretty <clears throat> – sorry, got a little bit of cough. <clears throat> but – uh. So Lakers, Nets money line, and then the Warriors money line against the Bulls gets that to around plus 130 right there. The only close one I think might be the Warriors and Bulls, but the Bulls have started this season out with two pretty bad losses, and their young guys just haven't been getting going. You're not seeing Patrick Williams doing a ton. Laurie Markkinen's probably their premier player was Zach Levine, and that's not great. Kobe White is doesn't look like he's taking that next step from last year just yet. So I like that parlay a lot today. Nice, simple three-teamer. Absolutely. I don't think you figured out the trend with my picks, did you? I, I don't. No, I was, Colts, I, I was Colts to... Chargers, Commodores, Celtics, Clippers. Uh, C's all day. C's get degrees, baby. 
<laughs> oh yeah <laughs> all right well folks that'll wrap it up for us for another episode of degenerate danger zone make sure as always you follow us at degenerate zone on twitter for all our gambling content especially the dart looks like we got a new one coming on the way we forgot to mention that mm-hmm. rip to the old dart you got a few picks probably left in you until the new dart gets here but it's not looking good for it we need to get the juju back we need to get it following that free money because we need to give it back out to the people. We're, we're going to continue doing it on the podcast. So make sure you guys stay tuned for myself, Ty B and Meerkat that wraps it up. Go hammer the Creek, go hammer your bookies. Doesn't matter if it's online, you're calling or you're texting them in, go get that free money. Good night. Now. <laughs>